you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to dancer and now actor Tarek Frimpong. Frimpong. I think that's correct. I've probably butchered it, but I believe it is Tarek Frimpong. Tarek is a dancer from Melbourne. He tells us about his journey moving from Melbourne to the UK. And we also talk about his feature Disney film as a character, Angus. He plays the character Angus in the film Mary Poppins, which I'm very, very excited to see. Um, I've never met Tarek before. This was our first time ever meeting and... I can say he's a very lovely human. I'm sure he's very, very talented. I'm soon to see the film. Uh, the film is out today. So if you are listening, go and watch it. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go and watch it. Let us know what you think. Go check out Tarek on Instagram at Tarek Frimpong. F-R-I-M-P-O-N-G. Uh, so here is Tarek. And we're in, motherfucker. Here we are. Here we are. Let's go. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. No, all good, bro. Thank you for asking me, It's man. a pleasure. We were just saying before we started, I've literally walked through the door like two minutes ago, yep. <laughs> that this is weird because we don't really know each other. Yeah, so right? this is Almost actually, it's, it's everyone cool. gets to hear our first introduction, <laughs> yeah. which is fantastic. You're staying in a beautiful place. I am, yes. My friend, uh, Dane Ram's place, is actually the owner of Onyx, yeah. um, new studio down the road. So we were really close, lived together for a bit whilst I was in London. Yeah. Um, so yeah, staying here for the moment. Um, move this thing just right in front of your mouth. Is that better? There you go. There can you hear go, the difference? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now everyone can hear your beautiful voice better. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Dane, you guys used to work at 68 together, right? Yeah, he was, um, I guess, creatively directing and helping manage Studio 68 when I first moved to London, which was uh, early 2016, around, I think, February, March. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was interning there for a little bit behind the desk uh, for, for cheaper free classes. Uh-huh. Um, then was also teaching there, covering, and then had my own slot for a little while. So, yeah, we're working together. Um, and, yeah, then ended up living together and just, like, really formed this tight bond. That's super dope. Yeah. Well, welcome back to London. <laughs> Thank you, As man. you said before we started, you don't live here anymore. No, that's it. Yeah. So been back in Oz? Yeah, it's been back in Oz for, like, uh, the better part of a year. Um, my Tier 5 Youth Mobility Visa... Um, oh, was wow. that kind of thing? What's it called? Uh, a tier five youth mobility visa. Does that mean you're young and you can move? Pretty like, much, it's a working holiday visa for Aussies. It's like adult. you can get over to London because we're all part of the Commonwealth, and you can uh-huh. do whatever you want pretty much for two years. That's interesting. I had my visa for LA, and okay. I was a O one, so which is I yeah. was an alien or some shit. Yeah, like right. It's called. It's, it's so a bit weird. weird. Yeah. Why not just put like you're in entertainment and you want to <laughs> live somewhere? It's very very odd. Um, so you've just been on a, what I really want to talk to you about. Yeah. You've just lived my childhood dream. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, you're from the dopest place ever, Australia. <laughs> I've never brilliant. been, but every person really? I know from there is absolutely incredible. They're very lovely people. Yeah. Everyone I know who's been there says it's the most amazing place ever. Yeah, it's pretty special. My friend's just moved there from, this, he's from Cardiff with me and he always, he's like, I miss home, but this is the best place yeah. ever. And then you got to come here and take our best <laughs> job. <laughs> so firstly, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I was just driving 
I just said to you, I just drove like three hours from Swindon and um, on the way I was coming through the city and I saw like four billboards of Mary Poppins. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's got to be dope to know you're a part of something which is, I'm sure, going to be like a legacy and leave a, a print on the new entertainment yeah, 100%. in the UK. Um, it's, it's pretty epic and something I'm def- definitely still coming to terms with. Um, Today, the film just came out uh, in America. Yeah. Um, so I had like the first friend I know that didn't work on the film see it for the first time and messaged me being like, yo, I just saw you in the cinema in the States. And that's pretty like mind blowing. Mind blowing. Like. I'm like, oh shit, this is like about to be played in Japan, Brazil, like yeah. Uruguay, Australia, yeah. the UK, Amer- like literally everywhere. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's the craziest experience um, for me. Um, and the, in these last two weeks alone, because we finished uh, shooting on the film about almost a year and a half ago now. It's uh-huh. been a, a long post-production process. Yeah. Um, so it kind of got to the point I, I had to I had to let it go. You know, I had of to like course. stop thinking about it because I couldn't wake up every day being like, oh, when's that film coming out that was like the dopest job of my entire life? Yeah. Um, so fully let it go. And then the last two weeks I've had uh, the world premiere, which was in LA, um, and then the European premiere, um, which was here in London. So it's kind of like bringing it all back now and I'm getting to really reap the benefits and just relive that amazing experience. Uh, so how long were you filming? <sighs> filming was, it's kind of strange because people ask me all this, ask me this all the time and it was broken up over such different periods. Like we mm-hmm. literally started, the rehearsal period started in, I want to say November, 2016. Mm-hmm. So that was like literally over two years ago yeah. from right now. Um, and that was like four weeks on of like five days a week. Cause there's a big, uh, 10 minute all male dance number yeah. um, called Trip a Little Light Fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, which is essentially paying homage to Step in Time from the original. Which is one of the most iconic dance right? scenes of all it's time. <laughs> crazy, yeah. Like if you go back and watch it, right, I always think about uh, dance videos that we do now. And, you know, we're in the YouTube era yeah, where 100%. everyone films these dance videos, you know, and dancers try and make their own stories via dance. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we we cut angles and we do all these different takes and we do all this camera work. And if you watch Step in Time, I think there's like two or three camera cuts in, from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah. And like, isn't that just absurd? It's, it's psycho, yeah. Um, yeah, I think everyone, you know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. seen that and it is, it is iconic. It's amazing. And for any like uh, young male dancer growing up, you know what I mean? To see like all these guys like flipping and jumping and turning and leaping, yeah. like it's just dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't with help brooms, but inspired. With the, yeah. the, the, dust the ladders sticks. and everything, yeah. It's crazy. It's craziness. Yeah. And it's a, it's a bit psycho to be like, to think that I am in, you know what I mean? The sequel to that film, 54 years on from the original. 54 years on. And I'm now part of this, this legacy that is Disney and that is Mary Poppins. Um, And I have quite a prominent role, especially in that, that dance number. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's, it's crazy. Well, um, you played the character Angus, right? Yes. What is that character? Yeah. So I play the role of um, Angus. So uh, he's an all smiling, all dancing, all singing Leary. So a gas lamplighter. It's set uh-huh. in like uh, 1930s London. Yeah. Um, so these guys went around on bikes with ladders and when there was no electricity yet, um, had these like poles on fire and would use that to um, light the lamplights each night so that yeah. everyone could see where they were going sort of thing. Um, and my character is like the sidekick of a character called Jack. Uh-huh. Who's played by Lin Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's just even when I'm talking about it now, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this happened, and that's Mental. what I did. Yeah, it's a bit psycho. Yeah, so you're filming. So rehearsal started yeah, in we November. Did November Sorry, I did like four weeks. Now nah, all good. Um, yeah, four weeks of rehearsal. Then we had like a break over Christmas. Then I want to say it was at least 
it was minimum another six weeks. Mm-hmm. But realistically, there would it would have been more than that because it was like on and off, on and, and sometimes you get called in because you were going to be in this scene, so you'd do three days and then come off, and yeah. then the next week you'd have a week on and then a week off sort of thing. Um, so yeah, quite broken up, but at least at least ten weeks of rehearsal and shooting yeah. in total. What was the um, the filming process like? Was it quite draining and stressful? Um, stressful only slightly, and only because. Um, this is like my feature film debut. Yeah. Um, so I'd never done anything like this whatsoever. Um, and in my feature film debut, I was going to be exchanging lines with uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who I mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, who is like Broadway royalty. Um, yeah. If people know who he is, he's like the man behind Hamilton mm-hmm. and In the Heights. Um, and he's just this like his it's just like a bit of a, a myth, a legend, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and he's really moving to a point, well, he's always been a creator. I think that's where his genius lies. He's like, like the fact that he is the man behind these two, two of the biggest Broadway shows of all time, or the, my favorite shows of all time for sure. Uh-huh. Um, he's moving to this point in his career where he's doing a lot more directing um, and things like that and not being, you know what I mean, in front of the camera or on the stage. Um, so to get to have been dancing alongside him, singing, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Um, Felt the pressure. Yeah, it was a bit crazy. I was like, this guy is like... An OG. Like, Yeah, um, especially, I don't know, for me personally, like his whole big thing is that um, he's created these shows. He's like, he is the like manifestation of that idea that I think you hear a lot of the time when it's like, if you can't book work, like create your own work. Yes. He literally did that, you know what I mean? He's like this guy of Puerto Rican descent, quite short, Um not terribly athletic, you know what I mean? There's, there's, there wasn't a lot of roles out there for him. So he just created the roles he wanted to play. And he, in doing that, he created these massive shows um, with such an abundance of roles for people of colour and perform- performers of colour, um, yeah. which is something that's pretty dope and pretty special to me. Yeah. Um, so to know that I was like literally side by side next to him, then in the green room, in our change room, just having a chat was like and building a good relationship for future exactly you know? it was like, mental which um, is great he was like the most generous guy on and off set and um, we had some like yeah really dope chats and i have no doubt that we'll like connect again um so that was crazy but yeah that's where that's where the stress came from um kind of uh yeah i just posted a photo of my instagram today actually it was like on the first day of filming i was in my trailer and i took this photo and everyone's commenting like you look like death you look like crazy <laughs> i was like because I like literally didn't sleep the night before. And in just in that moment, I remember being like, oh shit, like today I go in, it's not rehearsal. And it's like, it's real. They like, expect it. And I'm here with Lin Manuel. Not only that, I was like doing lines with Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, this is a bit mental. Yeah, especially um, if you've never had any experience like that before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then it, you've literally gone from. Uh, not being able to walk crawling <laughs> yeah. to doing quadruple backflips. You know what I mean? It's like one extreme to the other. 100%. Um, so yeah, that's where I guess a little bit of the stress came in. But for me after that, like, well, for me after that moment in my trailer where I like took a breath and was like, nah, this is it. Like this is go time. This is like yeah. what you dream of. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. I am the kind of person who thrives under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved every minute of it after that. Um, and yeah, sure, super long days, like crazy, like crazy early mornings, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. kind of thing. Um, a beautiful part of the process was that I had like a private driver who would like literally oh, hell come yeah. pick me up. So yeah, that, for me, that was dope because I remember when I first moved to London, I'm like, yo, you guys walk everywhere because like, you're just getting the tube and you're walking. Um, and in Australia, everything's so like, it's just spread out. You kind of have to drive. It's uh-huh. like everyone gets their license and drives. But then getting here, I was like, 
Should no, no one drives. And it doesn't matter, like, snow, hailstorm, it it doesn't just, ma- you got to walk to Bethnal it just, Green Station. It just took me an hour to go four <laughs> yeah. miles, like, through central London. That's yeah. why we don't drive. I was literally like, I should have parked at um, fucking Westfields and got the tube. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, right? It's a bit <laughs> like that. Um, so I remember that was, like, yeah, something that obviously I was just doing the whole time I was in London and on other jobs. And then, yeah, then on this job, then finally I had, like, not finally, but incredibly I had my own personal driver. But... He would like rock up my house at like three thirty a.m. and it was like great wake 3:30 up three thirty a.m. That's, yep. that's your call. call so what time were you on set? Early. <sighs> on set, I don't. Know. I was living quite far away from the studios because mm-hmm. I was living in uh, Lee. Yeah, which is like yeah, Hither Green, Lewisham area, and we're shooting in Shepparton. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's out of London, like it's an overground train. Yeah, yeah. That you get out, out, out. Um, well, so I guess, and I guess you have to leave that early just to avoid the London traffic. Exactly. So it was like you know that. I mean? But I guess I'd be, oh, I don't know. I think I'd be maybe in like hair and makeup by at latest between 4.30 and 5. Jesus. I want to say like a 4.30 What time are you getting five. home to bed? Whew. It just varied, hey, because you kind of get there and like the work's going, um, but you just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Overtime happens um, yeah. and everyone's well, there to get get it done, but everyone is more than happy to stay in and get it done and everything's looked after amazingly. But I want to say maybe around a, ooh, six, heavy traffic on the way home if you finish on time at six. After some shoot days, I could choose to stay back and yeah. chat with people if I wanted or do things in the trailer sort of thing. But I guess maybe on average around a, around an eight, 8.30 p.m. 8.30. So you're getting home at reasonable hours so you could get your head down. Yeah. Um, but then I guess that was a base. Like a lo- I also remembered many times when it was like 10, yeah, 10.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at the same time, I'm definitely not an, an early sleeper. I tend to like stay up I feel for like, all hours. I feel like all performers suck at sleep. Yeah. I feel like we're really good at sleeping in the day. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? I find like I always struggle to fall asleep and then I struggle even more to wake up. Bro, <laughs> you know? for me, waking up at 3, like 4 a.m., anything was psycho. They would all laugh at me because I'd literally get in the car, chuck my jacket over the head, be like, hey, I'm so sorry, man, yeah. I'm going to sleep, and then sleep the whole car right there. Yeah. Then I'd literally get there and they'd wake me up and I'd be like, all right. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> coffee, coffee. Breakfast for sure. Um, so yeah, it was just madness, imagine, bro. And I imagine the dance part of it was probably the easiest bit for you, right? Yes. Because originally you're a no. dancer, right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of like... That's your um, background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum owns a dance school in Australia. And mm-hmm. so she was like my first teacher. Grew up like dancing from when I was like whatever, four, four and a half, I guess, as soon as I could walk. And um, what styles? Like what styles of stuff did you do then? Um... Young, I trained in like jazz and tap. They were kind of like what I started with. But then as I got a little bit older, I think it was around 12, I discovered hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something that um, really kind of like sucked me in. I got like really into into hip hop or I guess urban choreography and, and street dance as well. Yep. Um, and then at the same age, I was also kind of discovering like contemporary and lyrical and things like that. Um, so kind of stayed with, with those um, styles of dance. Did you have a, a formal training? So once you left school, did you go to like a college? Yeah, or? I did go to like, yeah, the equivalent of a college. We call them like, it doesn't sound as good, but a full-time dance studio. No, well, um, we call that here, full-time dance training. Okay, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Um, so when they're by, it's like, it wasn't like somewhere you'd finish with a certificate or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I went there for, um, it's hot. I kind of didn't really finish the year. Yeah. Because um, I've kind of just been one to really do my own shit and see my own things. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, 
So at the time it was like... Did you get distracted real easy? No, not distracted, but like I just know I'm not distracted. When I see something, I'm like, yo, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other people around me, like you said, um, like we were speaking about earlier, but in colleges they tend to um, build you to be the kind of dancer that I guess is the most common and likely to be employed they in a general be, sense. Yeah, they're robot. 100%, 100%. Where I'm like, especially in Australia, I'm just very different in so many ways to like so many different performers and things like that. Um, so I just always knew what I wanted. So that meant during college, I kind of um, like landed this job with Erica Sobel. Yeah. Yeah. She was doing like her uh, gypsy project show. It was like uh-huh. the first time she'd done that. She brought it to Australia and she was like auditioning. And this was like, yeah, definitely heavy YouTube era. So I was watching her yeah, shit. Yeah. It was kind of like. She was like the beginning of that era as 100%. well. She, for me, she was like the first kind of choreographer to like. For me, that I saw, definitely not the first choreographer to yeah, do yeah. this, but to put hip hop dancers, like to get them to take their shoes off yeah. and dance to instrumental versions of like Ben Howard singing. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just like, completely. what is this? Yeah. Like, this is this new realm of, you know what I mean? Like the sneakers are coming off, the hoodie's coming off and I'm like giving it, yeah. I don't know, all sorts of things. Um, so anyway, I like, yeah, landed that. And I remember going and talking to like our college director and he was like, nah. Like, you're, no, not you're not leaving, like, yeah. a month and a half. And I was like, oh, but I got, like, she's bringing in all these international choreographers. Candace Brown's coming down, Megan yeah. Lawson. Like, the training is going to be insane. Like and Megan Lawson's a G. Right? Like, I'm like, yo, I got to do this. And we just, like, had our differences. Um, Ended up piecing and, and doing it. Yeah. Uh, lucky enough, he welcomed me back. Um, And then it kind of got to the end of the year, too. And I was like... I think So You Think came up, like mm-hmm. it was So You Think Oz and he was like, don't audition. And I was like, oh, I kind of want to audition. So kind of like went off to do like the top 100 week instead of like doing yeah. other things. So kind of left early. So we kind of just had our differences. So it's why I'm not always like, I trained here and things yeah. like that. But in hindsight, I'm so grateful for the training that I did get there. Whilst um, you were there, yeah. Because they were like a heavy, a heavy jazz-based dance, uh, mm-hmm. dance base. So they're really great at um, building up your technique for music theatre, although... Music theatre is evolving right now, um, yeah. but for a lot of musical theatre shows and I guess cruise ships and, and other things like that. Well, they're that. building you up for what it used to be seen as. Exactly, You know, exactly. your typical Chicago, yeah. your typical Wicked and 100%. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 100%. You know, Which at the time I was like, yo, like, you yeah. know, I'm trying to be artistic and yeah. use this style with this style and yeah. like waving in my tap shoes, like making the own bit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, just like trying to do these things that like. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, get your leg up by your ear. Yeah. Jump higher. Yeah. You can only do three turns. We need four. Um, so at the time, I was like pushing back. You know what I mean? Stereotyp- stereotypical dance training. Exactly. And I was just like, this is not for me. But um, in hindsight, and in particular on this job, in the audition, it was definitely more so like... I'm grateful for my jazz training because we were in there giving it, you know what I mean? Second jumps. And the, the traditional exactly. dance training but stuff. But I think what also set me apart and enabled me to achieve um, this role in the film as opposed to just one of the dancers was my ability to fuse that training with my own style and um, elements of hip-hop and things like that. Because um, with this uh, sequel, they were wanting to bring elements of what's current and what's happening now yeah. in, in the dance world. Yeah. Well, they make it. They're trying to bring obviously Mary Poppins into a modern day world. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and they yeah did that in heaps of ways. But that was yeah definitely prevalent in the dancing as well. Mm-hmm. So it was it was cool though that that was like the job because in hindsight I was like, 
oh, that college teacher yeah, that was like yeah, always that, throwing me out of the room and telling me point your toes and do all these things. Yeah. I was like, thank you. I did it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, my shoulders were down. Yeah. My feet were pointed. I was and pulled up. Yeah. Legs were straight. <laughs> I was like, we got it done. We got it done. Um, but I've spoken to him since then and he's incredible and yeah, we're on good terms. So it's cool. You just mentioned about uh, when you're auditioning for the role. What yeah. was the audition process like for this? Yeah, it was crazy. There was just like levels to it because um, this role is like a... Because obviously you weren't just dancing. I mean, it wasn't just like a dance call. No, exactly. Um, so it's like there were just so many elements to it because there was um, like you were going to be in this 10-minute dance number. Um, mm-hmm. So it was like obviously you had to be an incredible dancer sort of thing. Um, so there was like dance rounds on dance rounds kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that it was like come in and sing sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I had to come in and do that. And it was also like uh, get your Cockney accent out sort of thing. <laughs> You're going to say get your Cockney no, accent. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this job. but no. <laughs> no, that's on my show that I do. <laughs> yeah. um, a whole bunch of other things. And then obviously like singing rounds. And it was just, yeah, a super long process. Um, a super, a super long process that was foreign to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'd done like self-testing before, uh-huh. um, like for a few bits and pieces, like obviously shooting things. But generally that's in like the comfort of your own home or a studio. Yes. But to have... Essentially, you were shooting self-tests with people in the room to get sent off to other people that weren't in the room. Like, mm-hmm. you're pretty much there with, like, for example, the uh, directors and producers and mm-hmm. and choreographers, but then they were filming stuff to send off to the Disney executives yeah. um, sort of thing. So the process was just, yeah, all crazy and all a bit psycho. Did um, you have to do, like, when you say you were self-testing, obviously you mean you were doing your lines and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, were you doing what they'd given you or did you have to prepare your own monologues? And no, stuff, they you know? for this, they just gave you the side sort of thing, so the specific yeah. lines, um, and it was like, yep, hit these, give us your best were you, accent. Did you have to, uh, obviously you had to change your accent. Did you have to change much about like your demeanor and how you move and how you present yourself? Yeah, 100%. Is it more than just an accent change? Because you've got a very unique look. Yeah, for you know sure, I mean? 100%. I can't imagine, even with you with a Cockney accent, picturing you, picturing you as a Cockney character. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Um, at the time, like I had dreads um, mm-hmm. and just obviously, yep, I have a unique look and things like that. Um, but there was obviously like... They were looking for a culturally diverse cast. Um, yeah. So with this role in particular, I think they were really looking at someone. Uh, unlike the original, which was exactly. just <laughs> 100 exactly. white men. 100%, exactly. <laughs> so that was, yeah, one of the ways they're modernizing it and bringing it into our current 2018 sort of situation. Um, so th- I knew that was like in my favor sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, was, I tried to keep some of my things that make me me, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but yeah, definitely. I was like, this is based in the 1930s. So because often... They like, they love the different things I do. Like if I was like chucking in a wave or little things like that, they'd be like, that's amazing. I mean, little like promo things we're shooting. They're like, okay, do that. But then they're like, but you can't do that because it's not for the time. But how can you bring that energy into, you know what I mean? What we what need we're you doing. to deliver. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, I definitely, obviously as an actor, like tried to change things about the way I hold myself and mm-hmm. um, things like that. Um, I'm a quite excitable person. Like, yeah. When I'm talking about things that get me going, I'm like, yeah, energized, um, which was obviously great for a Disney film. They want, of course, <laughs> big smiles and, and energized humans. Um, so yeah, that worked in my favor. Um, and then I just remember literally though being up all night, like on YouTube, like trying to study Cockney accents, yeah. like as if I was back in like school, like yeah. notebook out taking yeah, notes. But that's what you've got to do. Like 100%. if you've got to think, the world is about to hear you, and if yeah. you fuck this up, like I watched. Um, 
I love her. I love Vanessa Hudges. Yeah. I've always, ever since High School Musical, she's been like my crush. Yeah. But I watched her in this movie, The Switch. It's on Netflix. Okay. And uh, she plays like, it's kind of like she's two people in the same film. Okay, right, I mean? Kind of like a parent trap kind of vibe. Um, And in one, she's a posh British royal. And in in her other character, she's American. And she's speaking and I can hear her accent like jumping back and forth between London and character. And and, uh, the British accent. And I'm like... This is crazy. Yeah. So straight away, like things like that, you notice on. So I bet when you're trying to nail that accent, I no. bet it's so important to you. Hundred sure. percent. And I, I knew that because even you know what I mean, auditioning and coming in. Like once I knew I had the role, um, I was like, I am Australian. Most I think I was the only Australian actor in the film. You know what I mean? So yeah. for other people, they either have the accent or at least have been surrounded by, it and it's easier for them to mm-hmm. to pick up. So I was definitely very conscious of that through the audition process and whatnot. Um, but then once it got onto the job, it was amazing. We had like a dialect coach um, Sick. and her name was like Sandra Butterworth. And she was just like incredible, like yeah. ama- like this incredible woman, like as passionate about accents and you know what I mean? Yeah. Language um, as any dancer I've met be passionate about dance or you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a singer be passionate. Like, so she, I would literally come into the room and like she would get me hyped just talking about the history of, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my own accent um, as opposed to an English accent or a Cockney accent. And she's just, obviously if she's working on a Disney film and she's worked on a bunch of films, mm-hmm. um, she's going to be fantastic. Yeah, she, I can't a imagine. genius and amazing you know, at what D- she does. Disney isn't going to go hire an amateur. For exactly. <laughs> you'd you hope I mean? not. They're going to have the best. Thing. Exactly. You'd, you'd certainly hope not. Um, so she was dope. She would do things like knowing that I was a dancer and would listen to music and whatnot, would find different uh, tracks that she's like, go and listen to this artist singing mm-hmm. this song yeah. um, and just listen to it on repeat, played around the house to help you find, you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah, feel yeah. of it because maybe listening to it with a, a beat in the background or with instruments behind it. You which, can relate to it. Exactly. Maybe more than straight um, just words, 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 words. Lines, yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole process for me was just like the most incredible thing. So I loved, ev- like there wasn't an element of it that I didn't love. So I, I loved going into like dialect coaching and, I'm like, sick, tell me I'm shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. how can we do that? Like, Critique me. Right. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. Like, everyone is, is here to yeah, make well, me. You're getting paid to learn something new. Right. Like, I was like, that, yeah, that's, yeah, definitely something for me. Like, I love upskilling. I love it. Like, so I'm like, anything I can, I can take from you and can learn from you, I'm like, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, adding more tools to your pocket. 100%. Life, you know what I mean? 100%. Um, what was that moment like when you found out you got the job? Um, crazy. Yeah. It was a, bit crazy like i remember crying and ringing my mom and she was crying and we we're both crying sick i'm glad it's not just me that cries <laughs> yeah. when i get a really good job <laughs> no it was like yeah especially just because i don't know like i i i'm from australia you know what i mean and like i moved to london early 2016 never been to europe in my life um never been to London in my life, didn't have connections didn't have a job set up for me like didn't know anything i was literally just like in Oz, I like did a lot of teaching to save money and mm-hmm. everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just going to go to London and be a professional dancer. Yeah. I was like, and they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm going to go to London. I didn't know shit. You know what I mean? I yeah. was like, I didn't know how anything worked. I'd met a few London dancers when I'd been in LA a few times and they're like, uh-huh. yeah, come, you'll do great. And I was like, sick, I'm actually going to come now. So yeah. let's go. Um, so like moved over here um, and just had, yeah, a heap of incredible experiences, but so difficult at times, you know what I mean? You sacrifice yeah. being able to see your family. Oh, 100%. Um, and just moving halfway across the world. Like I always see this, you you meet so many people. 
Um, so I was like, there's so many people around me and I know so many people, but I at times didn't feel like anyone truly knew me. You know what I mean? Yes. So I'm like, there's the people you grew up with that can just see you in any kind of mood, in any kind of way. And they just, they just know how it is. You know yeah. what I mean? And they accept you for that. Exactly. Um, so at times it was just so difficult. You know what I mean? London is incredibly expensive. So at times in between jobs and things yeah. like that, I was like, this is messed up. Like I'm eating like Tesco meal deals. And were you allowed to, on your visa here, are you allowed to do anything? Are you allowed to do other jobs? Yes. Like you're allowed to have a real job. Yes. Because like when I had my 01, yeah. I was only allowed you to perform. It's a bit messed up. So I ended yeah. up go-going in a gay bar to make yeah. money. You know what I mean? I wasn't allowed to work in Starbucks. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Um, you know, you're allowed to do anything sort of thing, which is great. Um, but at the same time, it's like... That's not why I'm here. <laughs> no, nah, but I see, I'm like, I'm like humble. I know, like, I got to do that shit to get shit done. Um, but the only hard thing was, like, you get paid like shit. Yeah. Like, I was... So when I first moved here, I had the most... But, like, I will forever be grateful to the beautiful city that is London and the industry for accepting me the way it did and allowing me to achieve all I did. Like, I literally came to London not knowing anything, not knowing anyone, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Great. And then in the third, I was I'm pretty sure it was my third week here, um, there was an open call audition at Studio 68 for FK Twigs. Yeah. Um, like a small world tour, essentially. Uh-huh. Um, a summer tour that, yeah, went all over the place. Um, Which Cash choreographed, Yeah, right? Cash Powell choreographed it. So did Dominic Lawrence. He had mm-hmm. a few numbers in it. And so did uh, Ramon Baines mm-hmm. from the States. Um, but yeah, I remember. And I remember seeing the poster for the first time. And I was like, oh, sh-. I was like, shit. Like, I remember like, I'm getting goosebumps now. My hair's standing up. Because I'm like, I'm like, this is me. But you know what I mean? I yeah. was like, the, her vibe. I was like, her and I look like we could be brother and sister. You yeah, know what completely. I mean? I she like, has a very unique... Look and, and everyone she employed had a unique look about them. Exactly. So you slot in perfectly. Exactly. Um, which is stressful. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, it's not like, oh, I'm probably not going to get this one. Like, but I'll just go and so I'm like. I'm made for this. Yeah, I'm like, this is me. And I just moved to London and I'm three weeks in and like, fuck, this is what I came for. Like, this is it. I'm at the same time. I had everyone back home in Australia, like somehow seen that the audition, posted online and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yo, did you see this? And I'm ha- ever, literally everyone in my ear, like anyone who's ever danced in Oz is like, yo, you're about to book this job. You're about to book this. Yo, this. Yeah, but at put, the time, not too much sick, pressure. Because I'm like, pressure. you guys are not in London and you don't understand the caliber of dancer here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the same time, because like, sure, I'm like unique as fuck. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. like, if you look around London, there's a lot there's of people a lot of unique, unique as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in Australia, I'm like, sh- like you know what I mean? I stand yeah. out like shit. Yeah. Whereas in Shoreditch, you blend in real good. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? I'm like they just don't. Get, and I was getting met, like to the point I had to just not reply because I was like I just got to go in and, and do my shit. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, went in for this all day audition at Studio 68, not knowing what to expect. Getting down to the end, but there was like maybe four, four mm-hmm. of us at the end. And initially they were just looking for one dancer because she already had one dancer from South Africa. Uh-huh. Um, and then just didn't hear anything for ages kind of thing. So I was like, shit, okay. And I first came to London, like I had some savings, not much because I'm kind of like, I was just like, fuck it, let's go. Everyone's like, save more money. I was like, no. Wow. Then it's I got here. <laughs> everyone's like, don't spend all your money at Nando's. What do I do is spend all, all my, my money. money I was Nando's. like, Nando's is the best because in Australia, like, Nando's exists, but it's nowhere near as big and yeah. they just don't have as much on the menu. And yeah. it's just and no, it's more expensive there. It's right? more expensive, yeah. It's just not as good, yo. Yeah. Um, so I was like at Nando's like two, three times a day, you know what I mean? Yeah, Especially because yeah. like when I was like going and taking a, a bunch of classes, primarily at Studio 68 when I first moved, it's it was outside. around the corner. So yeah. I was like, 
and everyone just goes. I'm like, great. And it's, I was just doing everything. I was treating it like a holiday. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I haven't been to London. Let, yeah, sure, I'll go do this, go do that. And everyone was like, no, 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 slow down. Yeah, like I had one really good friend from Australia, Prue Wilson, who'd moved here like maybe a bit early. And she mm-hmm. was like literally trying to be, you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. wisdom in my ear being like, nah, nah. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. And then I was like, oh, shit, I got nothing in my bank. <laughs> I haven't heard back from this FK Twigs yeah. job shit um cool and then i like went and grabbed a job at like an italian restaurant called uh-huh. like polpo okay so i was like working there for like a month kind yeah. of thing um and that was like yeah probably the toughest time for me in london because i was like i had no money yeah. like i was like struggling like eating uh-huh. tesco meal deals i was like on six pound an hour yeah working like 40 50 hour weeks that's the way that's the yeah. real that's the professional dancer's life that's you it know I mean? on my mattress on the floor in my house in lewisham but uh, the sacrifices that you go through then they make who you are now 100 you know percent. and then mean? that's the thing yeah that's what i was leading to sorry i just blab on no no it's great me it's great whatever. no i love it um but so then i remember that so i was working there like i was hating my life i hate like that i was like I didn't come here for this, like cry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, I came here to dance. I can't even train because I'm yeah. working so many hours. Like I remember when I applied for the job, I was like, yeah, part-time. Um, but I'd never really worked a job outside of teaching because back home I'd just done a lot of teaching. I'd yeah. done like maybe ushering at a few kind of um, shows and things like uh-huh. that, but didn't know what part-time was. So when they're like, great, what days can you do? I was like, oh, every day. Like, great. So they ended up just giving me these 40, 50-hour <laughs> weeks and I just was like, well, I need the money. Let's do it. Uh-huh. Um I was just like, yeah, pretty, pretty miserable at times for sure. It's intense. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. Like it was a bit psycho. Um, and you, I just can't believe, yeah, how poorly you get paid. Like I literally yeah. don't know people who like only do that, how they make ends meet. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, especially in London. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, like I kind of understand if you're doing it outside of London where rent is way cheaper yeah. and stuff, but in London you're paying more, double the rent and you're earning Exactly. It doesn't a, like a, I a minimal bit more. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like all goes and goes. But anyway, did that for like a month, and like a month is not long, and I'm totally aware like of that. Fifty so hours like, a week is long. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, I was like fifty hours a week. This, that's a long one. Yo, going to open the store at like even six a.m. Even if that was dance rehearsals at fifty hours a week, I'd be like, get me the fuck out of here. Right, your body be broken. Yeah. And then I remember I was at like a friend's place, got a call, and like didn't know recognize a number, answered the phone. And it was like this really quiet, like English accent. And it ended up being FK Twigs. And she oh, was she in America at the time. She called me herself. And she was just like, hey, Tarek. And like, how are you? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so good. How are you? What's going on? Da, 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 da. And then she let me know. And she was like, yeah, I want you to come on tour with me. And I was Sick. like, oh, shit. And it was like, yeah, starting. Yo, like, that's so dope that she called week. you herself. Yeah. Like, what a way to make to earn respect from your your team 100 percent, yeah you've was, already made that i'm a human exactly exactly it was like yeah super personal which was amazing um and it was cool because it was like my first audition in london um my third week in there and then there was like the month in between where then i had to go and like mm-hmm. find a job and like hustle um but then to land like what was my first audition in in london it was a world tour and yeah we went to like yeah america canada norway russia you know, um, a month hustling to then go on a world tour, not too bad in the grand <laughs> no, scheme right? when you think about it. 100%. Um, and, like, that was the start of my experience in the industry here. Um, so it's just like, yeah. How did you find it as a dancer here? Um, I have to say, yeah, incredible. Because that's the reason, like, I move here and I think a lot of Australians in particular move here because there's just not the same opportunity for us. Um, 
I know you were joking about like us coming and taking jobs. No, no, it was a um, complete joke, yeah. but true at the same time. Yeah, but I think, you know what I mean, at the same you're time. You're all way hungrier because it's That's something it. that you don't have and you sacrifice something to be here. Whereas most people here, they're here anyway. Yeah. So, we're, you know, I'm not saying they're not no. hungry and they don't work hard. But no, 100%. We're, we're from here. It's, it's, I experienced the same thing when I went to LA. Mm. I worked 10 times harder there because yeah. I was so much more hungry. And if yeah. I didn't make money, I couldn't eat and I didn't have anyone to save me. That's it. Do you know what I mean? And I found everyone who was a local there was chilling. Yeah, a little because, comfy. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it doesn't matter if they don't book the job. They still can make money some other way. Yeah, 100%. No, that's it. Exactly. Um Exactly. I was saying that to people at the time. Like they were like, "Well, like you're going so mm-hmm. hard in that audition." I was like, "Yeah, I flew 24 hours on a plane, and like I have this one suitcase." I left and, everyone like, I love yeah, for this shit. Yeah. Like I didn't have anything else to do. Like you know what I mean? Other than like go for blood. Yeah. Um. So that's what I was doing. Um. Like you said, you make those sacrifices, so that made it yeah all the much better when I landed that role and got to have that incredible experience. And I was just yeah, I was extremely grateful. After that job, I didn't have to go back to working. Um a normal job yeah for the rest of my time in london i was able to live as and a earn dancer. money as a yeah professional performer full uh-huh. time um and just got to experience such a such a variety of of, of jobs that just also doesn't exist in australia yeah. and work with incredible dancers and incredible choreographers and yeah. and things like that that was just like this is yeah so what made you move back to australia um it's funny because well, yeah, well, I absolutely loved my time as a dancer in Oz, um, was just a performer in general, I guess. It got to the point that was like pretty much two years, in between a year, a year and a three quarters, I've just been working consistently as a dancer and on the hustle, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and I was just kind of burnt out. Yeah. I was like, I haven't seen my, my family, my grandparents, my yeah. dad, things like that in almost two years. Um, just every day, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yourself, yeah. every day is a hustle. Like I got to train, I got to, got to know, you know what I mean? Go I mean, to I know because I've, I've, like yeah. I said, I've lived that life. I remember waking up every morning thinking, how can I make money today? Yeah, and exactly. And that was, that was how my brain worked when I lived away. Exactly. How can I survive today? What, how much can I spend today? Exactly. And I don't know, that's it too. It's like, um, sometimes you have to take jobs that are not like, ideally, <laughs> yeah, the jobs you want to do or creatively what you stand for you know what I mean well sometimes even like morally not what you're about yeah um and but it's like shit this is my nine to five this is how I pay my rent this is mm-hmm. how I buy my food so let's go and get this done kind of thing so I was just yeah on that hustle and definitely in in the in that run of things uh-huh. um and yeah it just got to the point like my visa was finishing so I like was about to go home anyway and it got to Christmas and I was like well I'm not going to miss anything over Christmas and I was like let me go and spend Christmas back home um, and that was last Christmas. That was, yeah, last Christmas. 2017. Yes. So like jumped on a flight like a couple of days before and just went and spent a summer Christmas because our Christmas yeah, yeah, was hot in Oz, a barbecue on our like patio area at <laughs> yeah. our house. Like grandparents came through, everyone came through. Sick. Um, and yeah, that was, that was dope. What, that, have, you, what have you been doing since you've been back in Oz? Yeah, so since it's funny that actually it was funny because I did like, yeah, a whole bunch of incredible jobs, then like flew back. Then when I was in Oz, um, at this time it was like I'd done the film. I did like a couple of other jobs after the film as well. Um, dancing? Yeah, dancing. Um, but it's like I always knew I had more uh, a vast, a more vast skill set than just dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
I grew up doing theater at school and things like that. So I knew I could sing and enjoyed acting. I think something I loved about, or yeah, I think something about me as a dancer that really, um, I guess, separates me from others is like my ability to tell stories, mm-hmm. to storytell through my movement, mm-hmm. which is I think why I'm so grateful for the London dance community because being a storyteller, I was able to book consistent work, yeah. which is pretty cool because I just think in Australia, sure, the climate is like changing and slowly getting there, but right now it's like not right yeah. there um, at the moment. So that's something I was grateful for. Um, but yeah, I just got to this point where I was like, I, w- I want to do more than just dance. I want to like see what else I can do, push these other skills. So I'm not just doing these same, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I want to keep doing it. I like, sure. Um, but I want to like, especially after doing the film, yeah. more acting. What does that mean on screen? Jump back into the theater world, see what's happening mm-hmm. there, especially with everything changing now where these shows are coming out that they want hip hop dancers and rappers who can also yeah. sing and act. I was like, yeah. yo, this is the shit. Like, and I'm like, there's definitely an opening for there for you. If that's right? what you really want to do. Now is a better time the, than ever. Now, exactly. Now's a perfect time. And I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm at the time I was 23. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm 23 and like shit is opening up very nicely for me. Um, so got back to you're Oz. You're only 23. 24 now. Oh, yeah. still, you're, you're a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. Kind of young. Um, but then it was funny because I was like back home, whatever, just chilling. The film The Greatest Showman came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I took my parents to go and see it for Christmas when it was in like gold class and it was yeah. dope. Um, and I watched it and I, I, I loved the film, every element of it. It was like um, Hugh Jackman, an Australian actor. Mm-hmm. Um, You're representing. Yeah, the director <laughs> is an Australian director. The choreographer. Um, the choreographer is an Australian Australia. choreographer. So I was just like, yo, this is the shit. This is dope. Yeah. At the same time, I remember literally watching it and being like, if I was in LA right now, I would be on this film. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, cause I just have that, I don't know, belief and confidence in myself. And I was, and I was like, by literally watching, I was like, this is my jam. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I agree. these unique looking people like dance. I was like, I would like, yeah. fuck. And a lot of them dancers weren't American as well. hundred percent. Most I, of them were Canadian yeah. and some were British. Exactly. Know? And I was like, yo, like, should I have hustled and like got my O one together? Cause that was always like, that was the main reason I moved to London initially. I was like, I wanted my O one. I wanted to dance for Chris Brown. Yeah. I was like, I want to dance behind Chris Brown. And to do that, I got to build up my CV. Mm-hmm. So I got enough shit behind me and get my letters of recommendation and get over there. Um, so anyway, then I got back to Oz and cause it was like kind of, yeah, Christmas time coming to New Year. I was like, Oh God, I really wish I was in this. And then I kid you not, like maybe a couple weeks later or something, or maybe a month, I got like a, an Instagram DM from Ashley Wallen. Um, I never met him in, in whilst I was in London. Have you met um, him yet? Yeah, I have now because his his message was, hey, Tarek, um, don't know if you're in London at the moment. Um, you may have heard of a, a small film I choreographed called The Greatest <laughs> Showman. Um, we're doing a live performance of it on the Graham Norton show with Kiala Seto. It's the first time uh-huh. she'll be doing it with dancers on a live thing. I would love for you to be involved. Beautiful. Um, and I was in Oz at the time, but I said, great. I'll see you there. at rehearsal. Yeah, I'll everyone be was there. like, "Well, I was showing my friends back home. Like, check this DM guys from the yeah, direct, yeah. like the choreographer of Greatest Showman. They were tripping out. Um, so I jumped on a plane, flew back to London for like pretty much a week, um, yeah. and it was kind of like a final goodbye. I got to see everyone, got to do this amazing job. Um, and for some, like I've worked with Ashley quite yeah. a lot, and he is the most beautiful person to work for. Hundred percent. He's yeah. so lovely. The quality of work that you're doing is great. 100%. He's treating you great. So what a way to 
you know, one hundred percent exactly. And just something um, that was like related to a film, with that being the direction I'm now trying to take my career, was like, just I was like, this is something leading me in the right direction mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, went over and did that, and it was like dancing to "This Is Me," like yeah. Like Which is belting it out live, and I'm there giving it like, and that song fits you, you yeah, know. It and fits it was your pretty story. special. Yeah, it was like the end of my. That was like the final stamp of my time in London. Like I remember, just her. You can't help but be emotional, like to hear her voice belting it out, and you're just like grooving it out behind her. It was dope. Um, so yeah, did that. Was cool. Grabbed some of my stuff. Flew back home to Oz. I was like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Sort of thing. Just trying to figure it out. In Australia, we do have a good musical theatre scene mm-hmm. um, that exists over there. Obviously, not as big as West End, yeah. um, but it definitely exists a lot. Like you're able to earn a living off being a musical theatre performer, as opposed to a purely commercial dancer. You kind yes. of have to subsidise your income with teaching, yeah. um, no matter how consistent your workload is. Uh, so I was like, cool. I think that's the direction I'm going to head. Um, and then the the musical, bring it on. Um, was having its Australian premiere, oh, sick. Um, which was dope because kind of what we were talking about where musicals are heading now. It's like this musical with music written by Lin Manuel, yeah. who I just not just but had worked with, um, and there was like rapping roles and they needed people who were hip hop artists. Was like the debris for that character. Yeah. Um, so I was like sick, and I had a whole bunch of friends like auditioning for it, and I just didn't have an agent back home at the time anymore because I'd mm-hmm. like left, like obviously to come to London. Um, but then I got, yeah, a message from the choreographer, um, who was doing the show, who I'd worked with years back, Mm -hmm. um, and trained with. And he was like, don't know if you're interested, but it could be like something that's good for you. So then was lucky enough, went in audition, got a part in that, which was dope. Um, got to sing and rap and like act. And I was like, I think this is the right transitional move in my career. If I Uh want to move towards more straight acting roles. Yeah. Um, at the same time I enjoy it cause I get to dance and sing. Yeah. Um, as well as act. So did that. Um, and that was incredible. So much fun. Um, and a whole bunch of my friends were on it cause the ensemble was filled with suddenly not the, the best ballet technicians. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like people who can groove people yeah. who can, you know what I mean? Yeah, hip-hop, do street yeah. dance. Hip hop yeah. dancers current. Exactly. So that was dope. All my friends, we just did this real shit. <laughs> yeah. We just did this, but it was just so, you know what I mean? We yeah. were hitting it on stage. Like we were going in. Um, and that was dope. And then another show uh, came up called Madiba the Musical, which is like this new show based uh-huh. on the life of Nelson Mandela. Oh, sick. Um, and yeah, it was having like, it's, it was, it originated in France and it was done in like all French um, by this French creative team producers, um, an Australian producer like bought the rights for and brought it over to Oz. Um, Did so you do it in French? No, it's like the English oh, yeah, 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 yeah. translation. I was going to say, shit, boy, you're learning skills. <laughs> right? I would have given it a go, though, yo. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like year French seven accent. French lessons, I'd be like pulling them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then auditioned for that and was lucky enough to get um, a role in that. So I was doing that for, yeah, the most part of this year. And we've had a break over the month of December. And then I have to go back mm-hmm. to finish off two months of that yeah. um, side of next year. But that was really cool too because it was touring Oz. Yeah. So it was like I get to travel and see like friends in different states who I wouldn't otherwise see. Uh-huh. Um, and next year we go to New Zealand with it, um, which is dope. And first time I'll have been to New Zealand. Um, and again, it's just really force, forcing me and because it's what I want to do, allowing me to um, build my skills outside of dance. So really like sing yeah, um, and really definitely. and really act and like, yeah, build up these other skills. It's so dope how literally – if you think about it, that one audition yeah. has changed your life. Yeah. And like 
your mindset of what you're capable of doing. 100%. I mean, like, I'm sure before this film, you would never have imagined all these new things coming on. Yeah. You know, you'd never go, I want to just act and rap and sing now. 100%. Yeah. And they cut, yeah. It's because sometimes it does take that initial, like, something to push you in a direction yeah for that momentum to build for that direction definitely you know 100 percent. and i think it's this thing like it's also something that i've like been working on a lot but obviously everybody gets um like a label put on them kind of thing and i was uh -huh. just so heavy in the dance like in the dance game back home in terms of you know what i mean like yeah, your stereotype straight away yeah exactly working then i came over here then i was teaching and like I love teaching too. Like I was always like, I want to teach like around the world. Um, yeah. But London allowed me to do that. Like I got to teach at studios in London as well as I got flown to Spain to teach and uh -huh. Switzerland and all these incredible places. So I was just so heavy in the dance game that in my own head, I was like, I'm a dancer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I am a dancer, but I'm also an artist, a performer. Yeah, you're you're I'm obviously actor, a, I'm a singer. Yeah. You're obviously a natural entertainer. Exactly. You're not just a... You know, don't limit. You're not limited as just a dancer. Hundred percent. You can step outside of that. Yeah. Um. So when you finish this tour now in New Zealand, yes. which is next year, right? Yeah. Finish like towards the end of Feb. Uh. Oh, so early next year. Yeah. Yeah. Two months. Um. After that, do you see yourself trying to f get more film stuff? Definitely. Definitely. That is. Yeah. The plan at the moment. Um. Because I obviously, I think obviously the film isn't out yet. Yeah. But I imagine once yeah. this film goes out, your life will probably be quite a lot different. Yeah. As in people that are really going to know you. Yeah. Uh, when I messaged you on Instagram, I saw you had like 11,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that changing mighty fast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think your life hopefully will change for the better. Yeah, no, you definitely. Know, and, and progress. So, And more people will look at it and go, oh, who's that guy who plays that character? And it will open up more door and more opportunity for you. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping will happen and assume will happen at the same time. From just living life, I know anything can happen. Anything you can, can never happen. be too sure of anything. Um, but being like the proactive human I am, that was like kind of why this year I retreated back to Oz because um, I was like, I need to get my training in. And uh -huh. I've just been in like, because even back home, it was like even auditioning for these musicals, like nobody gave me the part. Like I was in there like, Hustling. even though my CV was like, yo, Mary Poppins, like Disney feature film, like. Yeah. I was like, ain't no one done this in Oz that's rocking up to auditions, but that would put me through my paces, especially because everyone's like, but you're a dancer. Yeah, you're and I stereotype. Like, I was like, nah. yeah, I was like, yo, give me a scene. Like, let's mm -hmm. go. I was like, let me sing. Let me rap now. Um, and I was just, yeah, so I went back, but I was training. I've just been in like singing lessons every week um, and then just acting classes, acting coaches, like on my hustle because I'm like, I know, I feel like something is going to happen um, when also my mum just messaged me. Yes, mum. And she might just be here, so I'm just going to check. That's dope. We can say hello to mum. Oh, yes, she is here. Go let mama in. Yes, I'm just going to let mum. Can I take this off? Mm -hmm. Easy. Please don't walk with it. <laughs> You're right. And we're back in. We're back. We're back. We're mum, here. We're in. Mum's in. Mum's, yep. Joined us. Mummy's in. Looking um, all flustered from the cold weather. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, where were we? Yeah, so you... So you oh, yeah, back. I've just been like... Essentially, I went back and I was like in my like hyperbolic chamber and just like... Back yeah. in training mode, I yeah. guess. I guess you're realigning your career and restarting to a degree. Exactly. It's kind of like trying to go back to dance training again. Exactly, because I pretty much had this incredible opportunity thrown upon me, like mm -hmm. given to me, not given to me, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's suddenly here. Like I, I landed a role in a, a Disney feature film, which is kind of what like people who 
only pursue acting with like Ever one get. day hope of achieving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Completely. Um, so I'm like, this is insane. Secondly, it's something that I love and have enjoyed doing and, and want to learn more of. Um, thirdly, even if you didn't, I feel like you'd be stupid not to at least Impro- test the waters and, mm-hmm. and see what you can do with that. Um, so yeah, I just went home, hustle, 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 knowing that once this film is out there globally, there are going to be a lot more opportunities of the same vein yeah. coming my way um, and a lot more interest. And I've already had that through different agencies and, and meeting with different people. Um, and even now you have something to show. Exactly. Because you know I mean? it's so easy to go home and go, I'm in the new Mary Poppins and everyone goes, prove it. You Which know, is something you know, that definitely did happen. You know, yeah. I imagine people go, well, we haven't seen it. So 100%. Don't, you could be shit. Exactly. You That's know? exactly what it was like when I had to audition for these shows and things like that. Because in my head, I was like, yo, I've got, I just did this massive thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is huge. Like, yeah. I'm trying to explain to people. And in their head, they're like, anyone could write that. Yeah, 100%. Or even when I was like messaging like straight acting agents over there in Oz to just be like, yo, would you be interested in representing me whilst I'm here for the year and whatnot? Da, 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 da. And they were like, well, can you send us footage? Mm-hmm. And being the proactive human I am, I'm like, here's self-test on self-test on self-test that I've gone and shot myself. So you can see yeah. American accent, UK accent, yeah. different sorts of characters. And they're like, great, but we need to see yeah. content. We need to see, content, see your yeah. show reel, you know what I mean? As opposed to like a, a dance reel, I guess. And I was like, I can't show you that. Can you wait? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? 21st of December. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I was like, can you wait a, a year? Um, so yeah, I know that the time is coming and it just came out. It literally just came out in the US today. Um, and it comes out in London in like... On the 25th. Yeah, three, three days. Three yeah. days, yeah. I'm going to go see it this week. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm going to release this the day the, the oh, film dope. releases. Yeah, dope. So you'll have two launches on the same day. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I mean, that one's almost as good as this. Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> um, No, I'm, honestly, I'm so excited. I was infatuated by that film when I was yeah. a child. I remember literally watching it with my grandmother. And I always use... My grandmother is like my hero. Yeah. I always say if Mary Poppins could meet Wonder Woman, that would be my name. Oh, true. You know I mean? So I use, I use her as an example for my favorite human on earth. Okay. So I'm Jeez. so excited yeah. for this. And like, like I was always, I remember I loved the penguin scene. Yeah. In the original. You yeah, know? right. I love when they, the penguins come out dancing. I loved, um, you know, when they're dancing on the rooftops. Yeah, yeah, you step know? in time. Like all the songs, like my nan used to sing a spoonful of medicine makes a sugar. Yeah. Or, no, a spoonful <laughs> of sugar <laughs> makes medicine yeah. as a kid. And, you know, now I'm, as an adult, I've got that kid feeling again that I'm yeah. excited to see this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's I'm super gassed. Like, that's what it was like every day on set. Hey, it was yeah. just like, I felt like a kid. Like, because I don't know, people talk about, yeah, how stressful, I guess, being on set is and things like that. And maybe how, I don't know, difficult people can be, I think mm-hmm. I've heard of. But for me, it was like absolutely everyone I crossed paths with was like the most incredible human the nicest person just in in the best mood and personally i don't understand how you wouldn't be when you're working on a project yeah of that magnitude and something that's so special something that's so magical like yeah. every day was literally magic and i guess but if you also on the you know on the spectrum of things that feels so magical to you because it's so new yeah i remember my first time being on set for a live tv show yeah and it was magical yeah now it's not so magical. Hun- yeah. You adapt. For you know, sure. Things become regular. Now when you're going to X Factor, it's a bit like, I hope this is f- just no stress. 100%. I hope the costumes are easy. Like, you know, there's 
you're yeah. already planning for the things that you're going to be stressed about. For sure. Whereas at first, you're just like, oh my God, this is amazing. There's yeah. a red light. There's people. There's, pe- there's manic. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm sure one day, I hope it doesn't that feeling come <laughs> yeah. for you, but I believe you have a big future. So I'm sure, you know, this thing will start to feel like the norm. 100%. I bet yeah. the first time you ever taught a dance class was like yeah. exciting and new. Yeah, and yeah. now you go in and you can kind of judge how the class is going to go because yeah. it's something you're used to doing. For sure, yeah. I think at least with this project, why everyone was so just in it and present and happy and ecstatic was because this film, um, even in comparison to other films, mm. is yeah, like magical, really up there. Because um, obviously for me, it was my, it is my feature film again. debut. So it's like, oh, we're good. Boom. Perfect. Yeah, the first film set I've ever been on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I've ever been a part of. Um, so I'm, it would be easy for me to be thinking like, oh my God, this is how it's going to be. Um, but people were quick to tell me like, not everything just is so like you that. know, yeah. like this is not yeah. how it always is at the, at the premieres and things like that. People were like, what were the premieres like? Because obviously people don't know you yet. Yeah. So when you, I saw lots of photos of you walking like a red carpet yeah. and doing interviews and yeah. people taking photos of you and looking smart in your tux. <laughs> yeah. It was um, just... But like, you know, when it's a... Emily Blunt walking down. I yeah. bet everyone's screaming, Emily, Emily, Emily. 100%. Were yeah. people screaming Tarek or were people looking at you like, who's this dude now? Right. It was kind of strange when people were screaming Tarek. Um, That's, see, isn't that mad a, that a they know already? Of, bro, I was tripping out. But I guess, yeah, these fanatical Disney fans, you know what I mean? We had the world premiere in the States first in LA. Uh-huh. Um, that was at the Dolby Theater. Dope. Which is like where they have Hollywood the Academy Boulevard, Awards. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like literally I was like, this is mental. Mm-hmm. Um, but amazing. Like got there. Every single part of this job has been the most incredible experience of my entire life. Like, yeah. for example, so this, I literally get there. I have my private driver come and pick me up from, like, where I'm staying. Takes me to the red carpet. I get out. Then when I get out, there's, like, a personal assistant um, who's literally, like, her job for the night is to just look after me and make sure I'm all good. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I'm, like, so honored. And I'm like, yo, this is my first premiere ever. Like, I want ever. some Denny's, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I want Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, but I'm just, like, I'm saying, you know, I'm hype right now. Like, I'm probably not going to be the normal person. I was like, yeah, yeah. like, this is sick. I was like, if you don't mind, if you could snap some photos yeah. for me on my phone, like, at every opportunity. Like, yeah, don't um, stop until yeah. the battery dies. <laughs> exactly. So it was like me and, yeah, I had a, a friend who came with me as my date, Alicia. And we're, like, all dressed up. And then this... Her, like assistant she was a, a publicist for disney who works as yeah the handler assistant for the evening and her name was jen and she was like so lovely so she just like great she's like so we're gonna start with the photo op section mm-hmm. of the red carpet which is just where they have like yeah the backdrop and then for about 20 meters there's like just photographers yeah and so like i walked out and i guess she preps them before you get there slash mm-hmm. they do know because they all have their sheets of cast and i literally walk out and they're like tarik 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 and i'm like at first, I was like, what? I was like, how does everyone know my name? Like, this is crazy. And then I realized, okay, well, they're just shouting it. So I look at their camera so they get the shot. Um, and then, yeah, had that whole crazy experience Then kept walking. Then there was like another, oh, this was a lot longer, but there was like 30 on the press line. Uh-huh. So down one side of the red carpet, there was like 30 different uh, TV programs. One like reporter with a microphone and one uh, videographer for yeah. each team. Um, kind of like, like a TMZ kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. And just... Disney Channel, Extra, E! News, SBS, like ABC, Channel 9, just a whole yeah. different bunch of um, yeah programs and channels. Did and you have to speak to every one of them? Well, how it works is um, pretty much as an actor in the film, you can go to whoever you want to go to. Uh-huh. So like these big names and whatnot are like, they've done a hundred of them. Those they just pick three. Yeah, exactly. They might stop it. Yeah, I one, would be 
That's every single one. You're, you're all, I'm Tariq. That, that, no shit, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> no shit. Good man. Every, and I let her know, and she's like, yeah, amazing. So she, every time she hooked up, she's like, this is Tariq, he's playing angry. Great. Got there, bang, Dope. interview. Good and I'm man. having the time of my life. I was like, this is mental. Um, and just like. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah, and know? at the same time, playing to my truth. Like, it was cool because. It was also funny because I thought maybe someone from the team would have prepped me beforehand leading up with like... What you can and can't yeah, do. Yeah, things and like that. Um, and I'm just lucky, I guess, I'm a, a switched on human being, you know what I mean? Yeah. And enjoy this sort of thing. Because uh, I got there and there were obviously the, the obvious questions like, um, what's your role in the film? Um, tell us something exciting, you know what I mean? Yeah, How yeah. was it working with Lin-Manuel? Da-da-da-da. But then I was getting, yeah, other questions like um, about... Uh, diversity in casting in in film in 2018 and like yeah. things like i'm like shit i was like yeah this is not a yeah a joke sort of thing but i also then quickly real like even just like historical things about the other film like the the first film and a whole bunch of questions that i hadn't necessarily thought that maybe that's what they'll ask me i mean i quickly realized i was like i'm not trying to look like a dickhead in any yeah, of these yeah. interviews um so i was like let me shift these and and mold these interviews to go in the direction i want so I quickly learned that I could do that by playing or speaking my truth, which was I was like, yo, this is my feature film debut. And they were like, what? And they were, yeah, they were like, straight away oh, they want to like, know how. This is my first time on the red carpet. I was like, this is the first time I've ever been on a red carpet and I'm here at the Dolby Theatre in LA for a film I worked on that, I'm, that I have a part in. I was like, this is psycho. And then they just yeah. loved that. And they're like, how excited are you? I was like, I'm so excited. I can't stop dancing. I was breaking out moves on the red carpet. Like, and I bet they're just, you know, they – they do this shit all the time yeah. and they speak to the actors all the time. So I bet when they see Johnny Depp walk past and he just goes, yeah, hey, yeah. hey, and to him it's the norm. For them to see someone who's excited and enthusiastic and, exactly, you know, yeah. to them that's probably like, oh, this isn't you. 100%, yeah. I was you like, know? and that's my, yeah, like, that is my truth and that's my whole visual right now. I'm this, like, young, excitable kid, you know what I mean, who's, yeah. like, kind of found himself in this incredible place. So... I do feel like I'm dancing through yeah. every day. You know what I mean? I am just excited and want to talk to everyone and we'll mm. make time for anyone. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. So I think that was captured well in these interviews and whatnot. Um, and yeah, it was just, oh my, I'm trying to remember everything. It was just crazy. And it was like, cool. Cause obviously I hadn't seen everyone for. Mm -hmm. Since then. <laughs> yeah. Over a year and a half. But it was cool. Like when Lynn rocked up on the red carpet and he saw me, came over, hugged me straight away. We were chatting, like spoke to his wife. I wasn't sure if she'd remember me because I mm -hmm. met her like once. Yeah. But she was like, cool. I was like, shit. Emily like came up to me, was like hugging me, talking to me. I was like, this is amazing. Um, and then for me, one of the biggest things was working with uh, Rob Marshall, the director, mm -hmm. and his partner, John DeLuca, who is like the producer, a producer on the film as well. Mm -hmm. And they also both work on the choreography on the film. Um, and I just really connected with them mm -hmm. on this like crazy level. Um, and it's because Rob Marshall actually started, well, I believe this is why, but it's, I believe it's because he started as a dancer. Ah. So he literally started as a dancer so in he, the States. he understands your life. Exactly. And he's just had this incredible transition from dancer. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there are a lot of incredible steps to now one of the biggest directors in Hollywood. Like his first film that he directed was Chicago. Mm. Um, since then, he's done Memoirs of a Geisha, um, multiple Pirates of the Caribbean, Into the Woods, Nine, like the list Crazy. just goes It's on. funny, isn't it, how um, uh, I feel like dancers, actors, creatives, directors, they're all, they, we, all have diff we all have levels. Yeah. But there's something about 
when dancers meet other dancers that they just automatically find a bond. Exactly. And I don't know what that what or why that is, but automatically you understand someone's hustle. Yeah. You understand their graft and where they are. So when they're down, you feel like you can sympathize and help. And when they're uh, excelling and succeeding, you can congratulate them and you appreciate the journey that they've had. Yeah. 100%, you know what I mean? There's yeah. just something different about it. And it's not the same as dancers and actors don't see that the same no. dancers and creators don't see that and I don't know why I've met a bazillion actors and we're never on the same page yeah. but there's something about dancers which all kind of have that same uh, mutual respect exactly yeah that's exactly what it was and it was just like crazy because I was like if I could connect with anyone on this film you know what I mean or yeah. anyone who's working here right now you would hope that it could be him and it, it literally was they really yeah. took me under their wing knowing this was my feature film debut when we were shooting or rehearsing things, they'd be like, great, uh, don't do this, think this, try it. Like, really, like, I yeah. was like, this is amazing. Like, you, uh, and they probably understood ways to relate things to you. Then. 100%. Um, and, yeah, it was just the most incredible experience. They're very hands-on, like, in terms of the choreography. There was a co-choreographer called Joey Peasy, mm -hmm. um, but they also come in and adapt and, and fix things up. And I just remember in, like, early in the, in the rehearsal process, maybe in, like, the first two weeks, I just remember in the middle of Rob uh, in rehearsing it, which we had with like um, a live like drummer, I think, and like pianist in the mm -hmm. room. So it was just, it was lit. Like it was yeah, like, yeah. and like this is the rehearsals you're trying to be in. Um, we're just all going for blood sort of thing. And I remember Rob coming in and stopping. He's like, Tarek, uh, can you just do it by yourself, please? And literally like got everyone to like, and I was like, and it's kind of that moment where you're like, oh, I'm not trying to yeah. be that guy. But at the same time, you're like, yeah. Well, shit. I'm this guy, and I'm yeah. I'm trying to be this guy. So let's go. Yeah. It's, um, the, it's one of those ones where uh, you have to get rid of that. Um, I don't want to come across as arrogant. Yeah. Exactly. It's not that you're coming across as arrogant. No. It's that you're now that guy. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? That's your yeah. job. And now. if I'm about to work, I'm about to work. And if you can see that I'm about to work, then yeah, it's about to work. Um, but yeah, so it was just amazing. Like, and to see him on the red carpet, um, was just incredible. And then we all got like this cast photo, which was insane and we're like going in to see like to watch the actual film what was that like that was insane for me it was actually the first time i was watching the film from start to finish mm -hmm. um so it's a bit stressful because i'm in this room full of like everyone yeah just insane people everyone who matters literally you know what i mean watching it for the first time and it was like it was work that i'd done a year and a half ago you know what i mean yeah like i landed the role when i was 22 and i was watching it when i'm 24 and i'm like it's like watching an an old choreography vid, you know yeah. what I mean? You're a bit like, yo, did I do that move? Like, did I execute like that? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, what if I look crazy? Um, but obviously that wasn't the case. They were never going to use crazy a shit. take where I looked crazy. Um, so it was just, it was just insane. Like the, the energy in the room was electric. Like the screen was like massive because it was uh -huh. like, it's not a, it's not a theater. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. a film theater. Yeah. Um, so they've just set up this incredible screen. It's this packed out um, theater. Um, and the energy was just like, you could feel it in the air. Like when people were walking in the room, like Dick Van Dyke was there at 93 years old. What and a G. Absolute G. And it's just like everyone in the room knows how much of a G he is. Yeah. So he walks in and the whole room gives a standing ovation yeah. and pulls him just for It's walking. as if like the president walked in. Exactly. Like, like he, could, again, he should be the I'm president. Goosebumps. You know, like, or he's like the king. He's like royal, he's entertainment royalty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Like literally. So And I was like, yo, this is a crazy. Did you get to meet him? Yeah, I did. Um, 
I met like just a whole bunch of people. That I'd I'm... be so afraid of meeting him, and I'd say like the most stupid shit. Yeah, no, like no. I'd just mumble. I'd be like, "What's up, dick?" No, oh, can I say that? <laughs> uh, uh, no, you know, him, like yeah. for him, it was very much like, or, "Oh, hi, right, Mister Dyke." Oh shit, I can't <laughs> say that. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel you. I'd no. fuck it up somehow. There were crazy, so many crazy moments, and like at the end of the film, Rob like collected all the cast who was there and took us on stage in front of the screen for like essentially a curtain call, like very theater esque. Um, so I literally stood on the stage of the Dolby Theatre, like where they hand out the Academy Awards, you know what I mean? And looked out into that audience and just with everyone on their feet applauding for this like incredible film that I'm a part of. And it was like, yeah, the most phenomenal, like insane experience. I remember it like, yeah, it's like one of those moments where everything feels slow-mo for a minute. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh wow. Like, and it's one of those, uh, I always say and I say it a lot on the podcast we're very quick to um not embrace the moment mm. I've always been very quick to move on to the next thing yeah I've never cherished like present time yeah you know I was always yeah. like on a job with Jason Derulo and thinking what am I going to do next week yeah you know I was on a job on biggest tv show in America and I was thinking what I'm going to do yeah. next week and now as a 28 year old even though I'm not old yeah. I've been doing this for 10 years yeah. so I have quite a lot of experience and I always think damn i wish i'd embraced it more yeah i i pray that that was one of those moments where you pressed pause Hunt, and you took mem- like photos in your brain that's exactly and were like, what i was cherish this moment yeah i was on this stage and i was like literally looking in this and i was like taking the deepest breath Good i've man. ever taken and i was like literally like, i did what you said i was taking yeah. snapshots like i was like ching 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 i was like oh god yeah. i was like this moment is yeah because it's not even me. about like uh having a photo to remember what it looks like no, is yeah. to remember what that feels like, yeah. you know, cause it's such a different thing. hundred percent. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know. I had all these crazy experiences, which I've like tried to talk about with people. Cause I was like all these experiences when you're with these incredible people, like Meryl Streep and mm. like, I don't know, Lynn, Emily, Ben Wishaw, Emily Mortimer, um, like all these people. And you're in front of the public eye. It's like one thing. Mm-hmm. And then there was these moments, for example, then when we went off stage and we, we I thought we were going to leave the stage the way we entered, which was from the audience. But then they literally took us off stage left first week. Yeah. I'm like, yo, shit, I'm going backstage at the Dolby Theatre. This is dope. Yeah. And we got there and we got down to like. With some big cats, you know what I mean? Like, 100%. Well, <laughs> then this was the thing because then we got off stage and we went into like a little hallway that's like side stage mm-hmm. of, of any theatre sort of thing. And then everything just stopped and they were obviously waiting for security or a team or someone to collect us. And for a moment, not for a moment, for like a good five minutes. It was like in a confined hallway, me and all these names I've just listed. Yeah. Me, like, yeah, Emily Blunt, Rob Marshall, Ben Wishaw, Emily Mortimer, uh-huh. like, Lynn Manuel, and I'm Dick Van Dyke. And I'm like, what is going on? I was like, this was like the the behind the scenes. Suddenly the cameras are away. You don't yeah. need to be anything anymore or put on anything. You know what I mean? It, yeah. like, it felt like being in like, the locker rooms of like, you know what I mean? A football game. Like it's where yeah. the, yeah, we did that sort of feeling. Yeah. There's you know a, I mean? there's a, yeah. there's a energy and kind of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like you're all equal in that space. Yeah. You know, there's not a uh, 2000 people watching who exactly know someone more than a, you're all, that's on it. a level, you're all in the shitty little corridor, which is probably filthy dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's mice there at nighttime. Yeah. Like, and you're like, oh my God, we're all in this together. Yeah, like, you know, there's that team feeling about 100%, it. 100%, yeah. And I remember like, 
Because when we were watching the film, for example, the audience was electric every time, like a song finished, massive applause, screaming. Every like when Mary mm-hmm. Poppins flies in for the first time, screaming at the end of something incredible in the dance number, screams and applauding. You know what I mean? Every time Dick Van Dyke was on the screen, applauding kind of thing. And we were in this like little hallway, and I remember Rob and he he asked like Dick in front of everyone. He's like, "Did you hear them applauding for you every time you you did anything?" Yeah. And everyone's like silent because it's just like you're waiting for his response and he's yeah. like essentially he said yeah it felt good yeah. and we just laughed because it was like the best most honest yeah even you know what i mean for yeah. him he's like yeah well think how this must feel for him right so dick van dyke got famous before the yeah. internet yeah you know like people only ever heard or saw about him if it was on the tv screen or in the newspaper yeah you know, there was no social media yeah. for him. So imagine what it's like. Like you are being exposed yeah. at this high thing in a, a, a universe and an age where yeah. you can see everyone's opinion. Yeah. Which is a pro and a con. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like there's many ways of looking at it. Imagine what it's like being him who probably hasn't done a film in I don't know how long. Yeah. And he's, I mean, I don't even know if he's got a Twitter or an Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Does he? Do you know? Um, I'm sure. I'm I don't sure, think an official one. I'm no. sure someone will point something out to him and he'll be like people are saying what about me on yeah. the, on, on the what's yeah. twitter yeah. you know like can you imagine being yeah. him in this generation yeah yeah it was just so good because the way he was saying it, like it was how we all felt yeah like it felt good good you know what i mean it was just the best because it was like like you said i feel like the common response in that moment is to you know what i mean almost like you don't want to be that guy of appearing arrogant you know what i mean yeah and he's like obviously past that and so he should be and really so we all should be as performers, you know what I mean? Like when someone gives you a compliment, you need to be able to take it. And that's exactly yeah. what he did. He said, yes, like it yeah. felt so good. And I'll just remember that for like. But it's not, you're allowed to like let it feel good. Hundreds, that's what I'm saying. To... He was like teaching me yeah. a lesson in that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm definitely one who's quick normally to be like, oh, like play down things in situations that I definitely should have, yeah. you know what I mean? Just because I'm like so conscious of not wanting to come across as yeah arrogant or yeah you know what i mean definitely but and i don't mean this in a um and bad like kind of my bleach brain dictionary brain <laughs> turned off gone uh, like in a patronizing way yeah but with age and experience you i found for myself yeah. that the older i've got i've become better at accepting those things yeah and when people go you smash that and yeah. i feel like i did yeah i go yeah, thanks. Yeah, 100%. But when I don't smash it, yeah. I'm the first person to call myself yeah, out. Nah, yeah. I'm the first person to take critique and yeah. for it to be okay. Whereas when I was 22, 21, yeah. I mean, I couldn't take either. Yeah. Someone said, you killed it. I'd be like, no, I never. Yeah. If someone said, oh, you <laughs> messed that bit up, I'd be angry and I'd be like, don't you fucking talk to me like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was just that awkward fucking yeah. young person. But with sure. age and you know, maturity that just comes and yeah. like you've, that was your timing to learn it. hundred you know percent. I mean? Yeah. That was exactly, yeah, exactly that moment for me. Um, and then it was crazy cause that whole experience happened. That was amazing. Incredible. I remember calling my mom cause she was like back in Oz and like had work. So I couldn't get there. Um, and we had the UK or the European premiere in London coming up like the next week. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, cool. And I think everyone thought that the world premiere would just be bigger cause it's in the States in Hollywood. But then, yeah, no, nah. London's way bigger. Yeah, it's London, Mary Poppins. That's yo. what I mean. That's what yeah. I mean. Hundred percent. It's like it's not like an American the film is movie. Based here, yeah, exactly. It was shot here, like 
So London was like, we're not playing. And the funny thing was that it rained in LA. Yeah. In LA it rained. So the whole workout was in, they put up these massive like um, marquees, like yeah. tents. And it was all covered. And in London. Emily should have had her umbrella. <laughs> with the Imagine. bird, with the duck head. Has she got a duck head in the film yeah, on the umbrella does, as well? Yeah. Um, but then we got in London, no rain. And it was just bigger and better and more epic. Like this time I got out of the car. And when I got out of the car, it was like. In the movies, or in the movies, how funny. But on TV, you know what I mean? When yeah, there's yeah. like fans on the side and they're like, yeah, flashing Tarek, lights, Tarek, flashing Tarek, lights. I was like, what? Like, cause as soon as I stepped out of the car, in this one, I stepped out of the car, there was no one there and you went into like the red, this was like yeah. fans on the street and I was signing like uh-huh. um, posters and taking yeah. selfies with people and they all knew my name. Well, like, in LA, it's mainly just media. Exactly. There's no fans because everyone in LA is there because they want to be an actor or a yeah. singer or a performer. Yeah. Everyone in LA is a something. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's not many fans yeah. there. You know, it's just media and media outlets. Whereas yeah. here, you're going to get the hardcore fans of like Mary Poppins. Exactly. And they're going to, you know, they're going to know your shoe size. They're going to know yeah. everything about you before the film's even out. 100%. Well, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly what it was like. Um, The whole second experience felt more accessible. And mm-hmm. maybe that was a little bit because I'd done one. You had a warm up. Before, yeah. But at the same time, it was literally like these People, you know what I mean, from the public were there. People could actually buy tickets to watch the premiere screening because it was at Royal Albert Hall. So it was like 4,000 people. And then obviously just Royal Albert Hall in itself. Uh-huh. I was like, this, this is unreal. epic and this is a beautiful space, like f- visually far more beautiful than the Dolby Theatre. Yeah. Like it just is. There's you know nothing I mean? beautiful about LA except the beach. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> 100%. Um, and so this was crazy. The red carpet, which was actually blue, was just longer and it's bigger. blue? Yeah, it was just Dope. this shade of blue. They had like cherry trees um, because like of Cherry Tree Lane where the bank's house uh-huh. is. And like they like planted them and set them up along the carpet. Um, it was just the cra- – like it was – I don't know how it could have been more epic than the, the world premiere in LA, but it was. But it was. And it was just insane. And then it was like cool because we like did the whole carpet and then my mum was there too, which was mm-hmm. like amazing. And then we went to um, like this holding area essentially. So just this small room where everyone was there just mingling and like having champagne and talking. And it was great because I met different, um, like I'd met them, some actors that I met for the first time, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So then I was able to speak to them more this time, which was yeah. incredible. Like Ben Wishaw, I didn't have any scenes with him in the film. Uh-huh. So I didn't think like I'd really... Cross paths or... Yeah, talk yeah. with him that much. But I remember at the the uh, world premiere in LA, he come up, came up to me and he was like, Tarek is like incredible job. And I remember being like, that's so dope because one, I'm shocked you even know my name. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> do any scenes together. Like I saw you in the makeup and hair room and was like, hi, hi, like yeah. da, da, da. And I was like, two, like, you just didn't have to tell Dude. me that I was incredible. You know yeah. what I mean? I was yeah. like... Because it's like not like we even, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like we're boys and you got to say it because yeah. it's the rule. I was like, shit, I think you genuinely Meant like that. what I did. Yeah, like, yeah. That's dope. And so then when I saw him again in London, we were chatting. Like, it was amazing. Um, And it was just, yeah, the craziest thing. Because then we did that and we were got told we're going on, the, on stage at the Royal Albert Hall um, before, the, before the screening for like a cast bout. So I'm doing that, great. And they're like, great, we'll just got to jump in this elevator. And then we just got in this elevator. And then I look around, and I'm just in this elevator with like Colin Firth, Meryl Streep, um, Lin-Manuel, like this crazy thing. And it, this other guy, a really good friend of mine now, um, his name's Cobner. And uh-huh. he's this incredible like UK slash African descent um, actor. Uh-huh. Amazing, killing the game right now. He's in um, 
Tina the Musical, the Tina Turner Oh, my musical. God, it's yeah. unreal. I just saw it last night. I saw it on your Instagram that you saw it. He's in sensational, but he got his camera out in the, in the elevator and took this elevator selfie, which I now have because he sent mm-hmm. it to me. And I'm like, yo, this is... It's cool because then it's cool to have the proof of those. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, that moment I described of being in a confined space with these mm-hmm. like yeah, incredible... Yeah. Incredible performers and actors is, yeah, super, super special. Um, yeah, that's fucking dope. Just crazy, yeah. And I was just, oh, it was just mental, bro. Because yeah. then we're like literally waiting in line to go out onto the stage and they're like, Tarek, you're leading the cast on. And I'm like, oh, God. It's here, so, it's so weird, go. right? Because I always feel, um, like I said to you before, we recorded like one day I want to start recording these with the camera. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes I'm like, I don't need to record these with a the camera. No, yeah. But today I wish this was recorded with a camera because <laughs> I wish people could see your uh, enthusiasm. And <laughs> yeah, I can see sure. when you're telling stories how much it means to you. Yeah, and like right. How genuinely happy you are. For sure, yeah. And it, it's really humbling and nice to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't, I don't see that often. Yeah. When I speak to people, you know, I always hear passion mm-hmm. and stuff. But your excitement is like a kid on Christmas. Yeah, bro, you know? because it's... I know, it's, it's, it's yeah. giving me that excitement and yeah. that goosebumps. It's, it's, it's so beautiful to hear. Yeah. And to see, you know, I wish everyone else could see that yeah. visualization of you <laughs> describing stuff and your hands look like you're doing sign language. Yeah, because so like, oh yeah. I'm just reliving every moment yeah. now and it's just psycho. Like, I remember now being side stage at Royal Albert Hall and they tell me I'm leading the cast on and I'm like, what do you mean I'm leading? Like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then I literally, what? I remember thinking to myself, I was like, where? what's my cue to walk on? Yeah. Where what, do I what walk foot on? first? What foot first? You know what I mean? But literally I was like, ain't nobody told me nothing at the same time. I was like, we didn't tech anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was like, We'd, you know when you're like side stage, if you've never actually been on the stage yet, yeah. you can feel very disorientated. I was like, yeah, wait, got- I'm walking out here, but is that the front? Is that, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I actually had no idea. So it was like a funny moment. I remember like Rob Marshall was there because he was walking out in front of me to then, because he literally spoke our name like he called mm-hmm. our names out one by one as we walked on um but i remember just being like hey rob like what's going on mm. and i think he thought i meant like what's going on this is this mental because that's yeah, often yeah. how i do approach situations yeah. and he said and i was like no 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 i mean what's going like what do i do yeah. right now am yeah. i across where do i walk to when do i stop yeah do i go exactly. walk off like and he was like oh let me explain and like fully explain everything he's like there's going to be a mark make sure you walk behind me uh don't walk until you hear your name like yada yada i was like okay great but that was literally like minutes before yeah. you know what i mean and as a dancer you need a brief i was like i need a tech run <laughs> i was like exactly <laughs> but i was like i'm not trying to look yeah. like a dickhead you yeah. know like not I'm in not front of the to, world yeah i'm not trying to walk and like I don't know, fall down some yeah. stairs. I don't know. Um, TMZ says, Tariq, great actor, great dancer, awful on press night. <laughs> right? Imagine. Oh, But no, then we yeah, walked out, stood in this line, and I got to take in the entire Royal Albert Hall, which was just another of those like take it in moments, deep breaths, photo, 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 yeah. photo. Um, and it was like, yeah, just even more epic and even more incredible. And the fact that my mum was there, like – um, like my mum came as well as my agent and my mate Dane who lives uh-huh. like whose house we're at right now. Um, like all came. So just to have like some people there, but especially my mum. Well, just like you said at the beginning, of, yeah, your first dance teacher. Exactly. You know, a sense of pride. The person who created you. 100%. What, it was who a bit better like, to be there? Yo, we did it. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, yo, we did this. Um, so that was just, yeah, the most incredible, incredible feeling. And it was funny cause, um, like the guy next to me, 
um, this comedian, Chris O'Dowdy, I think it is. O'Dowdy. He's like know. this, yeah, Irish comedian. Um, but he like literally got his phone out on stage and took like a selfie of himself, like with the whole audience. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I should get my phone out. But then I like thought about it. I was like, I'm not trying to be like yeah, the yeah. young guy on stage with his phone out while the director's giving the, a speech. <laughs> yeah, and, you know the, what I mean? The millennial. Exactly. I was like, I'll probably miss the cue to Yo, leave or y- bow. You say that right. So I watched Tina the musical yeah. with my mum and there was a guy probably about eight seats down, probably in his 50s, who was on his phone the whole time. And then I watched The Full Monty, the play, in Swindon last month. My good friend Kai Owen is an actor. He's in it, and he was on the podcast the other week. Uh, And there was a guy next to me on his phone for the whole first half, probably in his 50s. And I was like, these motherfuckers give us so much stick for always being on our phone. Like, I ain't on it now. Yeah, 100%. Like, like you're being way more rude. (laughs) I I feel it, but obviously he's just also... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I was just... It it made me think, because you're like, I don't want to be that guy. No, but you know what I mean? And as young people, we get that Conscious, yeah, I was like, cool. But then it was like, right as we were like walking off, I got the phone out and just went click, 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 click. Thank you. And I got, like, it was funny because it was like blurry, blurry, blurry. Good. Perfect. And it was just like, oh, wow, this is... Yeah. Where I was at that moment, which is cool to yeah, share with people back home and friends and things like that. Um, That's dope, man. Yeah. I see a big future for you. Yeah, thanks. I can man. tell by uh, your excitement and your passion, <laughs> and like I can tell that you're a very driven person. Yeah, and uh, you've already exceeded your own expectations by yeah. the same of it. So I imagine this is just the start of it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, man. I I hope so. Hey, it's no. Yeah. Don't help. Like, believe yeah. it. Make it happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, make for it happen. Sure. No, don't I'm, help. Yeah, I'm gonna make it happen. I'm I am. Um, I'm happen. very much looking forward to seeing the film. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be really happy for you or really jealous of you. <laughs> yeah. Probably a bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah, yeah, that's okay though. I'm man enough to admit. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for coming on here, man. No worries. Like, I, it means the world, and I hope people can take something from this, let alone just learn about you, but can relate to you and be inspired by you too. 100%. I hope the same. Thank you for having me on here. And how do people find you on Instagram? Um, On Instagram, just at Tarek Frimpong. So T-A-R-I-K-F-R-I-M for Mary, P-O-N-G. How do I say your last name? Frimpong. Frimpong. Yes. Like Frim. Pong. Pong, that's it. Tarek Frimpong. Yeah, and the same I, Instagram. I butcher Twitter. everyone's name. <laughs> like everyone's True. name. Tarek Frimpong. Yeah. Dope. That's Thank it. you so much, bro. It's Easy. been a pleasure speaking to you. Yes. And it's lovely actually meeting yeah. you properly for the first 100%. time. 100%. Great to meet Thank you, you properly, so much, man. My Thank man. you, bro. This episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes. Bars, rap star. I'm out. Bah. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace. <laughs>